At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let me talk to you about, uh, how about Tommy John? I love Tommy John. Tommy John's awesome. Tommy John is the... If you've never had a pair of Tommy John, you've probably heard 100,000 advertisements for them. And you might think to yourself, oh, the hype. I've heard it a million times. And everyone talks about this on podcasts and radio shows. And and I was in that exact same position. And then I actually got Tommy John. Tommy John underwear, Tommy John loungewear. It's absolutely fantastic. And this is why they always say they don't have customers. They have fanatics. They've sold over 17 million pairs because people absolutely love their underwear and their loungewear. It's just more comfortable. It makes you feel great. It keeps you cool when it's like nine zillion degrees outside like it is right now in Texas. And if you don't like them, you got the Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. You can uh, shop at TommyJohn.com slash Beck right now for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. 20% off right now your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. See site for details. And that site, of course, is TommyJohn.com slash Beck. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program from the world-famous Standing Rock Ranch in the Mountain West. We are so glad that you have joined us today. I'm going to start with what is actually happening with our economy and Washington. We go there in 60 seconds. First, let me talk to you a little bit uh, about our sponsor. It's Relief Factor. Relief Factor has worked for me in relieving my pain for the last three or four years. Somebody looked that up. When did I start taking Relief Factor, will you? Um, Relief Factor has taken me from a guy who really, the Christmas that I started, I started taking Relief Factor because my wife forced me. She said, I'm not going to listen to you whine anymore. And I'm a tremendous whiner. It is one of my greatest qualities, along with my humility. I am the most humble person you've ever met. It's, I mean, it's remarkable. I mean, really, compare me with anybody else. But between whining and my world-famous humility, Tanya said... Uh, hey, uh, Mother Teresa, not going to listen to you anymore unless you start uh, Relief Factor and try everything. And I said it would never work for me. It does. 
I really that Christmas thought I was going to be retiring the uh, the next year because I couldn't take the pain anymore. And I was like, I'm just going to want to do things that I want to do uh, before I can't move. I've taken Relief Factor. It worked for me. It may work for you. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. I want you to call the uh, number 1-800, the number 4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. So let me talk to you a little bit about, first of all, let me say hello to Stu. How are you, Stu? Very well, Glenn. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Um... Let me let me tell you what has been playing on my mind over the last few days and show you exactly what is coming. There is a new report out now from uh, from the government that shows that this in this inflation reducing bill. Oh, I love it. Do you love it, Stu? Oh, I love it already. It's definitely going to uh, reduce inflation that much. I know for sure. It says it right yeah, in the Yeah, well, the new government, re- yeah, the government report says, no, not going to do that. In fact, it's going to make it worse. And here's the thing that was kind of left out on the uh, edit room floor when everybody was voting for it. And that is that this wonderful Joe Manchin, Joe Biden bill uh, is is actually going to put the burden of taxes on everybody. But the lion's share uh, goes on the lower and middle class. 400,000 uh, 400, plus, they're paying their fair share. But it seems as though a lot of money is going to be raised from those wonderful, wonderful people that are just barely surviving now. The taxes are going to be raised beginning next year, and it begins at $30,000 a year. So not only is it going to uh, not reduce inflation because what's going to happen? They're going to spend this money. They're going to take the money from you plus the money that we borrow and they're going to spend it. But how are they going to spend it? They're going to spend it the way they want to spend it. And later on in the program, we'll give you all of the details of where this money is going, but it's, you're going to be relieved. It's going to, you know, the green new deal, it's going to all new green projects, which is wonderful. But is that how you'd spend your money? No, of course not. The average American is saying that global warming is the last priority on their list. However, it is the Biden administration's top priority. So when they can't convince you to do a Build Back Better bill, when they can't convince you that global warming should even be in the top five, what they have to do is take control of your money and spend it the way they want. Now, this isn't really about global warming, as we've told you before. Uh, ESG scores are a ruse. It It is the largest transfer of wealth in human history. This is the biggest scam in human history, ESG and global warming. That's not to say that global warming isn't happen. All you have to do is read a thermometer. All you have to do is look at the pattern. Global climate change is something that is natural, i.e. the Ice Age. So we have these problems from time to time, and uh, it's just the way the world 
behaves and the environment behaves. Are we contributing to it? It would make sense to me that, yeah, you can't do as much as we have done to the um, to the atmosphere and not affect it some way or another. The question is, can we start it or can we stop it with the plan that has been outlined by Joe Biden? Well, when Joe Biden can't win uh, in uh, Ukraine, uh, his plan in Afghanistan was a complete disaster. His plan for inflation is a complete disaster. His plan, I mean, I don't know if you heard this, but he's sick again with COVID. He just was tested again this weekend. He has another case of COVID. When he can't control these things, how is he expected his plan to control the weather? Why does anyone have confidence that that would work? It's not really designed to do that. Here's what it is designed to do. Let me show you the pattern here. What has Joe Biden done with the strategic oil reserve? The strategic oil reserve was filled um, and it was uh, we were fine with it. The oil reserve is in case of war that the United States can fuel its planes uh, and its warships. So we don't have to worry about that in a time of need. If you use the strategic oil reserve, the strategic oil reserve is gone within a few days just from the trucking and all of the transportation on the East Coast alone. It's not made to uh, sustain the entire country and everybody's gas and the trucking gas. Okay. So we're depleting that. And everybody has been saying, everybody that I know says that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It doesn't make sense because what are you going to do? Donald Trump filled it up at the lowest possible price because we had an abundance of, of oil. We were energy independent. So he bought it at the cheapest price and filled it up. Now, Joe Biden has... Um, uh, taken and cut our strategic oil reserve, and it continues to go million barrels at a time. Every single day, it is reduced even more. Well, he's made the announcement that he's going to replenish that beginning this fall. Okay, how much money is that costing? And who are we buying it from? This is the first key to understand what's really going on. Remember, we're reshaping the economy. We are becoming a fascistic nation. Take everything you know about fascism and throw it out the window, you know, far as concentration camps and killing Jews and everything else. Things worked. If you live in Italy or have ever been there, I think I mailed a letter back home uh, when I was staying in Italy for a few weeks when I was about 19 years old. I'm not sure that letter has arrived yet. Okay, <laughs> nothing works in Italy. So fascism is a way to make things work, or so they say, centralized government and all the power. And unlike communism, it doesn't take the companies. It has a public-private partnership with companies. That's the fascism that America is now going down the road, led by Joe Biden. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's not a slam. 
Put your feelings of fascism in neutral. They say capitalism doesn't work. We have to try something new. So we're going to try something new. They just call it System X, going back to the 1940s, because they don't want to call it fascism. But when the United States partners with companies, as they are now doing, the First Amendment. So what do they do? They just have a partnership and they call them up and say, hey, you got to silence these voices. Have you noticed that voices now this weekend are being silenced and people are being pulled off of social media if they define um, inflation as two quarters of negative growth? You can't say that now. That's fascism. So let me get back to the oil. So you're not going to be able to buy gas anymore because it gets more and more expensive. And it's going to get more expensive the minute the government starts to buy oil itself to refill the strategic oil reserve. And it's going to be a huge order of oil. And the government gets to pick which companies get the oil or or get the money for the oil. So you should know this from anything in capitalism. When you put in an enormous order and you're the biggest client a store has, do you get better service or worse service? Do they cater to you or do they treat you exactly the same as everyone else? That's the key. They will treat you differently if you're the biggest buyer. So just as we gave money, $60 billion to Ukraine, and they were definitely not a country that was going to okay uh, gay marriage. As soon as we gave them in the middle of war where, you know, their population is in other countries, As soon as we write the check and they cash the check and they have the arms and the money from us, what do they do? They suddenly pass a law okaying gay marriage. That is not in line with what the people of Ukraine want. That is not in line with the president, Zelensky. It's not in line with their version of Congress. They did it because we said, you're not getting the money unless you do it. Now, how is that going to play with the oil companies? You have a big uh, order coming in for oil. If he buys oil from the United States and from our oil companies, which is not necessarily guaranteed. If he does it with our oil companies, I can guarantee you he will extract more than oil from that country, that company. He will now be the biggest buyer, which will hurt you, but it will also give him the ability to say, you know what, I'm not going to buy your oil. I'm going to buy it from another company. Uh, I mean, unless you agree to stop doing X, Y, or Z in oil exploration. Now, I'm going to take a one-minute break, and I'm going to give you two other bills that are happening and show you exactly how What we're building now with these bills that are passing in Congress is a new world order. 
is a new way for the government to do business. It is the beginning of fascism, and I'll explain it to you in 60 seconds. First, who's our sponsor? American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So... Who doesn't love going to the bank and getting a loan? Oh, it is so much fun. It's so easy. You could practically do it at your bank drive through um, It takes a lot of time. You really have to pay attention. When you look, when you're there signing for the loan and you look at what it's going to cost you over 30 years, you have, well, I've maybe had two or three small aneurysms at that point. Um, it's a frightening thing. You need somebody who is on your side, does not work for the banks, but is working for you to get you the best loan possible. Right now, wouldn't it be sweet to be able to lock in your rates? Let's say you know you're going to have to move, but you, you're not ready to pull the trigger on a house today, but you want to be able to do it in the next six months. You can get pre-approved right now with American Financing and lock in today's rate. It's going to do one of two things in the next six months. It's either going to go back to zero, which would be horrific, or they're going to continue to raise the rates. I don't know, because we're not living in a sane world anymore. But this will lock in your rate today. And if it's lower, you can go back and say, okay, I don't want a better rate than that. But American Financing is one of the only people, in fact, I think the only uh, group that is locking in your rate today so you have time just in case you want to borrow that money in the future. Please go to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Uh, you can call them now. Stu, what is their uh, phone number? Their phone number, Glenn, of course, is 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, or as you mentioned, AmericanFinancing.net. See, I am just trying to bring him along, trying to teach him, give him a little bit of rope, let him read the phone number, <laughs> you know, you so he can get better. So nice of Maybe you. someday he, too, can be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Ten seconds, station ID. Okay, so now let's look at the chip bill. The chip bill was another $250 billion. And the chip bill was what? Was to encourage manufacturing to uh, make more chips here. Okay, well, we all know that that's a good idea. It seems to be the only thing that we think is a good idea. Medicine, make our own vaccines here, make our own uh, medicine here, our own insulin. Make it here in the United States. No, don't worry about it. We didn't learn anything from COVID. We could just keep getting all of our medical supplies from China. For some reason, we're doing chips. Okay, I think that's a really good idea. But the way you do it to encourage people to make chips, if you want the government even involved at this level, you cut the red tape and you cut taxes for those companies that are going to make more chips. You give them breathing room so they can do this. Instead, what we did was pass a corporate welfare bill and the government is giving that to these companies so they will make chips. Now, 
Do you think that that money is going to go to any corporation that is not with social justice? Do you think that money is going to go to any company that doesn't have the right number of women and minorities on the board of directors? Do you think this money is going to anyone that uh, is not all down with the new way of of life, the new tomorrow? Do you think it's going to any company that is not green and is on the bandwagon for green? Of course not. The United States government at $250 billion has just become the sugar daddy for chips. You have to think differently. They are creating public-private partnerships. So you no longer control, through demand, what you want. The government is reshaping our entire world and economy by being the biggest buyer of, of different things. So instead of doing it the right way, they've passed this big bill, and we've seen it before, so we don't freak out. But what you're missing here is the incentive uh, for the government to do it is different this time. It's not because they think it's the best thing for you or even the best thing uh, for the country that you would agree with. They've decided the direction of this country. And so now they're going to put these companies under their thumb. The $700 billion uh, green, uh, green deal. Again, impoverishing you so you don't have the buying power and then taking that money and spending it the way the government wants to spend it because they can't get you to do it they'll do it for you this is the way they get to a place where in the end you own nothing but you'll be happy well if you don't own it and I don't own it who owns it? The government and giant corporations, which makes you a renter and something that you can't necessarily get what you want. You'll get what the government will give you. All right. Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is has been a client of mine, gosh, since I think 2009, maybe. My Patriot Supply uh, is the the best food storage system and the best uh, preparedness group in the country and i don't that's not hyperbole that's not something that's written down for me i'm telling you as a fact this started with a guy who was a listener and just wanted to improve home food supply because he started stocking up about 2008 and he realized this is garbage this is really bad and really expensive so he started My Patriot Supply. Right now, they have specials going on. And if you don't understand that an emergency can happen and food supplies can be disrupted uh, and you should have a preparedness kit for your whole family right now, you're never going to get it. Now is the time. They have specials going on right now for you and your family. Check it out at preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. 
blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program from the Standing Rock Ranch. Welcome to the program, and we welcome Mr. Pat Gray. Hello, Pat. How are you, sir? Oh, perfect. You know, really. Really? Perfect. Yeah. 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 Uh, in every way. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> Stu is uh, with us. And Stu, how are you? That's uh, fascinating. Perfect. And thank you for sharing. <laughs> I, um, I let me. Put, you the way you tell a story, Stu, is captivating. Riveting. Oh, wow. It was. Riveting. So was. let me. <laughs> Let me now go to a piece of audio we had last week. We didn't get to it. I'm, I'm sure Pat played it and, uh, and others have played it, but I don't know what anybody else has said. And I, I find it absolutely incredible from the 1960s. Here's a clip from the BBC talking to children who are predicting the future in the year 2000. Now, listen to this. I think it'll be a... Um, people will be regarded more as statistics and as actual people. Hmm. I don't think it's going to be so nice. I think sort of all machines everywhere, everyone doing everything for you, you know, you'll get all bored and I don't think it'll be so nice. First of all, those computers are taking over now. Computers and automation. And in the year 2000, there just won't, won't be enough jobs to go around. And the only jobs there will be will pe- be for people with high HQ, you know, high IQ who can work computers and such things. And other people are just not going to have jobs. There just aren't going to be jobs for them to have. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, I would like these kids to run the Fed. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but the thing that I grabbed out of this was... Who the hell are these children? These are children. They look to be anywhere from 10 to maybe 14. Um, the vocabulary, uh, the thinking that is involved in this, they're asked to predict the future, and they're talking about automation, and people won't have jobs. And listen again to the first one. Play it again. Sam. You play the first one again, please. Play just play it from the beginning and then stop after the first one. um, People will be regarded more as statistics and as actual people. Mm. I don't think it's going to be so nice. I think sort of all machines. People are going to be. How old do you think that kid is? Maybe ten. Ten or twelve. Looking at him, Mm -hmm. if you're watching the blaze, um, maybe ten, maybe twelve. People will be regarded. As statistics, what 10-year-old says that? (laughs) What 10-year-old says, could say that even about next year, you know, or 2030? Well, I think people will be regarded more as statistics, that there'll be numbers, uh, that computers will be doing everything, and that will give us a a lack of uh, self-worth. We won't be able to uh, have the jobs. Just the people who are highly educated, know all about computers, are going to be... You know who made this case in the 1990s? Carl Sagan! Carl Sagan made the points that these kids are making. He got it from these kids. If this doesn't... (laughs) Yeah, he did. He stole it from these kids at... Damn, if he were alive today, boy, I'd be after him. Um, What is amazing to me is 
how our educational system has completely failed us. I can't think of kids that are 10 and 12 years old that talk like this. Can you? No, there. I mean, there aren't adults in the Biden administration that can talk <laughs> like this, reason oh, and deduce and come to conclusions like this. They can't. They're incapable of it. It doesn't seem like there's adults in the Biden administration that can talk. All right. Let alone like this. Right. They, they don't seem to be able to get through any uh, form of communication. Do we happen to have, speaking of that, do we happen to have the Nancy Pelosi uh monologue that she tried to explain the inflation oh, so bill oh, it's listen november of 2021 listen this one. it's incredible oh is it november yeah, i thought yeah. it was from this bill i i just want you to listen and try to tell me what she's talking about when she's discussing a bill that just is in negotiation and passing we're sending stuff over to the senate well it's, most of the product that we've done is so now we, we may have added in the last day or so, and some of what we added is Senate to the bill, like a hearing. Bernie doesn't like hearing. Excuse me. Bernie loves hearing. <laughs> Manchin doesn't want hearing in the bill and all that stuff. Um, so some is Senate-oriented, and then we have the family medical need. We figured if they're putting things in, then we can put something in, if, even if Manchin doesn't like it. So, um, uh, so we are getting some... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bird and privilege. I think I think mostly we're getting bird privilege scrub, because privilege scrub is deadly to a bill. Birdable, mm. uh, yes. it's important. It's mm-hmm. you have to take mm-hmm. it out, but <laughs> privilege violation can take you out. Sure. So so we're again getting that as we go along as well. But when we pass a bill, then they will f- see it in its aggregate and make uh, some. Any concerns that any of this is messaging because that they have to take some of those things out regardless no matter what you send over you said you weren't going to send a, a messaging bill no no we're going to send a messaging bill but we um, want to be sure that what we send is not birdable or birdable bird bath mm. or mm. bird bath privilege scrub bird bath. Bird, they're the bird, two um, or privilege scrub <laughs> exercises for engage wow Oof. Could we just play the 10-year-old again from the BBC? <laughs> I think it'll be, uh, um, people will be regarded more as statistics and as actual people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, either Nancy Pelosi is drinking, which has always been the rumor. She's either hammer. It's mm. Nancy Pelosi. It's hammered time. Um, she's either drinking or she is, uh, losing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure which, which it is. Honestly, these guys that are in Congress, this is the oldest Congress, the oldest representation, uh, that we've ever had. There's never been a group of people at this age. Mm serving in Washington, D.C., the age of the administration, the age of Congress, the age of Senate. Go home. <laughs> Go home. There's you got, know, there's, it, it, it's incredible to me. There's got to be a rule, right? There's got to be a, an age limit. Uh, not only do I agree with term limits, but I really think there should be an age limit because 
so many of these people are starting to be significantly compromised. Nancy Pelosi is one of them. Joe Biden, obviously, is another. You've got two of the three most powerful people in the world who are seriously compromised right now, and we're not doing anything about it. Well, I will tell you that, um, you know, the average lifespan was in its 30s when we wrote the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was, I mean, Ben Franklin was probably double the age of the average the average american mm-hmm. and how old was he when he died pat 70 mm, i think late 70s uh, late see. 70s okay i remember my grandfather's era um you know people when they started social security it's because the average age for when you died when a man died was 61 and mm. so they made it at 65 so most people would not get social security um, but at least you'd have it in case you were an outlier. Well, now people are living to be 80 and 90 years old, and some people are great. I mean, you know, we both know a, a heart surgeon that is no longer practicing heart surgery, but he is he's, you know, running a global organization. And the guy is 90, Pat, 91, 94. Mm-hmm. And he is mm-hmm. even older than that. He's sharper than I am. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's sharper than I am. So I hate to say that you have an age limit, but you you should have common sense and decency and your family should have common decency. We mm-hmm. all know when our when our parents and grandparents are just not as strong as they used to be. And we certainly know when they're when they're just incapable of doing things. These people, if they had to drive themselves, I would bet you a lot of the people in Congress that are of her age would have their keys taken away from them, but they don't oh, drive yeah. anymore. Mm. Yep. Uh, it looks like Franklin was 84. Yeah, 84. When he died. Mm-hmm. Um, 84. 84. And he was at the Constitutional <laughs> Convention. Right. He was still brokering deals. Yeah. He was in a great deal of pain at the time. Uh, but he wouldn't take morphine because he said it would, or opium, he said because it would addle your brain, and he wanted to remain sharp. Isn't one of the problems that you're talking about with the age thing, Glenn, like a, a bigger issue with just the size and scope of government? Because yeah. in theory, right, voters, the reason why Nancy <clears throat> Pelosi is in our lives is because the representatives of some blue district keep voting her in they have the opportunity to select someone younger and more coherent they just choose not to correct which is not necessarily i don't think against what the founders wanted right they don't they didn't care if individual districts made bad decisions i mean they wanted them to make good decisions but if they if an individual district selects as their representative someone who the rest of the country doesn't like that's in theory fine the problem is that these people yeah. wind up running our lives if, if they didn't have all this power when they got to washington which they weren't supposed to have this wouldn't be a problem it becomes a problem for everyone because nancy pelosi has so much of an effect on our day-to-day lives and she obviously Correct. is either drunk or incoherent all the time and they thought they thought that the uh, the election process would preclude lifetime terms for these people mm-hmm. I, I don't think they envisioned somebody being elected 
you know, 30 times in Congress. <laughs> I mean, no. come on. First of all, because it years? was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It was such a pain in the ass. That's why they put Washington where it is. It was a swamp. It was mosquito ridden. It was at a time where um, you could get malaria from mosquitoes. So they knew nobody wanted to go. And it wasn't a full-time job. You mm-hmm. had other full-time jobs. So you were like, let's get the business done. I got to go back to work. So they would only meet for a couple of months every year. So it, it wasn't the way it is now. And also, you know, I, I go back to America the Beautiful. One of my favorite lines is, more than self, their country loved. Mm. Joe Biden does not care. He is building a Biden empire and a Biden uh, cash machine. And I really don't think he loves the country more than himself. And that is the case with a lot of these people. And they've mm-hmm. con- they, they may look at you and say, how dare you say that? But they've convinced themselves that that is true. And they've said, well, if I'm not doing it, who would? We've got to change the country. We've got to do this. But they're enriching themselves. This is so corrupt. Nancy Pelosi is so corrupt. Joe Biden is so corrupt. Do you really think they care about you and your community if you're struggling? I.e., the the new bill that just was passed to reduce inflation that's going to do anything but... And it's a tax that begins at 30000 So you're making $30,000 a year. Next year, your taxes are going up. Is that more than self their country loved? Nancy Pelosi announcing she's going to Taiwan when we don't do that. You can go to Taiwan, but you don't, in her position, announce it weeks ahead. You say, I'm going on an Asian tour, and then quietly you go, and then when you're done, you announce it as you're leaving. That's the way we always do it. But she doesn't love the country as much as she loves herself, or she was drunk, or she's just (laughs) incompetent. Which one is the best? These people should be shamed into retirement. Shame on you for being, you're not clear enough. I know if I'm not clear enough, I would never come on the air because it would be irresponsible of me. They don't seem to care about it. The question is why? And then the real important question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue to vote for, I don't care if it's Republican, Independent, I don't care if it's the guy I absolutely love. If Mike Lee, for instance, is starting to slip, I'd be the first one to say, you know, Mike, I don't want to lose this seat, but you got to go. You got to let somebody else that understands at least today's world and is thinking about that, not just thinking about trying to make it through a speech. Back in just a minute. All right. Uh, Our sponsor this half hour. Is real estate agents I trust.com. 
Realestateagentsitrust.com is a uh, company that yeah, I started a few years ago. If you're thinking about buying or selling a house or both, you could let that cousin of yours handle the real estate, uh, real estate side of things. You know, I mean, after all, he's been trying to pass the realtor test for years now, and he even owns a clip-on tie, so he's super enthusiastic. And I'm sure he's going to learn everything he needs to know over the weekend by watching YouTube videos. Or you could get somebody who is the best of the best, somebody that you can truly trust. And realestateagentsitrust.com, we work with the best of the best, the people who know and can execute the best practices to land you in the best situation possible. Let me ask you this. Would you hire Nancy Pelosi to even be your real estate agent? Whether it's buying or selling a house, these agents are going to come in and assemble the team you need, guide you through the process from start to finish, get rid of all the drama and the stress that comes with real estate uh, process. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the right real estate agent to help you out buying or selling. All you have to do, it's a free service to you. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Coming up in a minute, uh, from Kentucky, Representative James uh, Comer. He is going to give us the latest on Hunter Biden. The walls are closing in. This is the Glenn Beck Program.